forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains backbreaking manual labor, sweet pranks, a Nixon restaurant, and Rivers Cuomo? Matt Apodaca joins us to talk Knott's Berry Farm's Timber Mountain Log Ride. Get ready for lumber and splashing. It's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, a show hosted by three men who, under normal circumstances, record the show sitting butt to crotch, butt to crotch, butt to crotch, uh, similar to today's attraction. I'm Jason Chardon, joined as always by Mike Carlson. Hi, I'm here, and I insist that we do that because it makes me feel loved. I, you know, and I seconded it because I feel the same way. Scott Gardner is also here. Yeah, and the only issue is that we all fight over who gets to be the middle, who gets I, to have the most love. That's true. Jay- Jason usually comes into a recording and he goes, yells, middlesies. You got to go, call ah! middlesies. I'm the fastest at calling middlesies. We got to learn to call it via text before we get inside. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I always forget. He gets us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we haven't had that, uh, contact in a while and, uh, I assume we're all missing and I, I take Duffy and friends and I use them to sort of recreate that while I'm recording. I'll have Duffy in front and Shelly May in back. Oh, sure. Um, but it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Me and all my Rexes, we all, we all line up, um, by height. Um, I, I take the back in that case because they're all very small and I don't want to block their view of the virtual log ride that we all go on together. <laughs> That's right. And you're kind of a father figure to those Rexes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, oh, and only to them. And only to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, Disregard I'm not you being some, an actual father. <laughs> no, I'm not letting some baby <laughs> take their well-earned territory. Yeah. Uh, let's bring in our guest, uh, our guest today. He's the producer of How Did This Get Played, a wonderful podcast on the Earwolf Network. Uh, it's Matt Apodaca, and I realized I did not ask how to say your last name before we started recording. You nailed it, baby. All right. You did it. All right. Five stars. Thank you so much. Another win for Jason. This is unbelievable. I got the intro out. I got the guest name right. It's a... Everything's coming up, Jason, today. That's uh, when we get to talk about old-timey bullshit and guys named Bud Hurlbut and stuff. <laughs> oh, this, yeah. is a, this is a big day for you. <laughs> uh, defunct ride uh, fabrication companies, too. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, thank you for doing the show, Matt. Um, thank you. Now, you... When we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, your theme park experiences or stuff you like you you had mentioned you grew up uh pretty close to disneyland and knott's berry farm yeah, is that right i mean i'm a socal kid i guess i technically grew up within the county of los angeles uh but i was like on like the very edge of it so very orange county adjacent so i spent a lot of time um at knott's berry farm and um at, at disneyland in particular um but we because we had annual passes to Knott's Berry Farm, and that was just, like, a thing that my mom, if she had to, like, work on the weekend, would just, like, drop us off there while she was at work so we weren't, like, 
So she would at least know where we were. And she's like, well, they're going to, one, burn all this energy at a theme park. And then I'll pick them up. And then they'll just be like too tired to be bad <laughs> when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and did it work? We were, no, we were really, really bad. <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we were really bad kids. I have two okay. other brothers. And so like, and we're all, uh, I have a twin brother and then a younger brother who is two years younger. So we were all like, you know, I guess what the three stooges i guess just like being bad being bad kid so when you, you ha- and when you say being bad you mean only spending like one hour exploring the replica of independence hall not <laughs> yeah not we didn't two really, hours we went straight to the thrills and didn't get to really honoring the history of america which is part of the <laughs> knott's berry farm experience that people do often neglect Yes. Uh, do you do you have any memories? I always like to ask. Uh, do you have any like teen, strong teen memories from hanging out? Because that's such a, I think, important part of everyone's theme park teen experience. Is I, like these weird, sort of, but like they're all, like I don't know. I feel like uh, like other people would probably have stories that involved like groups of friends, but I just have like I had two brothers, so I just spent a lot of time with them. But and like then they all then also then would tangentially involve my mom. Cause if my mom wasn't at work, she was also there with us because she's um young. And um we would like prank call her at Knott's Berry Farm. Like we would call her work <laughs> phone collect and like so one she'd have to accept a charge because she thought something was wrong. And then we'd just be like <laughs> I would miss you, mom. And it wouldn't even be bad. It would just be like, hi. We, we thought like we were pranking sweet, her. That's the sweetest prank I've ever heard. Yeah, that's usually what it was. It would just be like, hi, we miss you. <laughs> or that we were like bored, which is like, you know, such a spoiled little brat SoCal kid thing. Like, we're bored at a very far. Are you done with work? So stupid. Uh, I mean, that's, we, I, that's nice. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a good place to be. You know, if you can be bored at a theme park, I guess you can just be bored anywhere and it would not spend that money, the money to be there instead. Right. Um, <laughs> were you ever just around? Would you always stay in Knott's or would you go into any of the other great parts of the greatest city in the world, Buena Park? <laughs> well, so, yeah, there, you know, a lot of Buena Park, even to this day, has remained um, uh, unexplored. Uh, you know, if, the, if, I, it was, if Buena Park was like in like a video game like most of the map would still be red for me like i just have not gotten to it um, but that strip that strip leading up to knott's berry farm i think there's some there well there's a lot of shit there's like like the, the what medieval, time, what? medieval times is like all right like it's that's good for like a fun sort of just like you know maybe like tongue-in-cheek outing uh, for an excellent meal, for the finest meal. Oh well, yeah, well city. no, I wouldn't. It's like it's it's better than any meal I've ever had. Certainly, uh, it's, it's great. That's a great. That's where you go if you're really if you're like if like the Pope's in town or something. You you take the Pope to. <laughs> yeah, if you're entertaining yeah. a Pope, yeah. make sure <laughs> he's going to want to be in a palace first of all. Yeah. <laughs> right, he'll get to sit where the king is. I assume they will. The king will make room for I him. I would hope. I would hope so. Otherwise, I hope they're prepared to shut down. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they just he added drives a the Pope mobile. Sorry, I was gonna say oh, no. he drives the Pope mobile on the the uh, dirt before. <laughs> it just runs over the jouster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pope always wins. Sorry, that's just like it goes. It, like night, sure, most nights, you know, would beat anybody, but the Pope, 
Sorry, Pope always wins. God. He no, wins. The rules have to change. He demands to take home a soup pitcher, the pitcher they walk around <laughs> holding soup in that they serve it to you. Funny enough, that's the same demand Jason made. Uh, yes. When we were there. <laughs> I, I always wanted we were, like a sword. I always wanted like a light up sword. And then the, the one time I got one, like I had it for like a day and then I was like, well, this is bullshit. It's not even good. Like it's, <laughs> it's a bad souvenir. It's a waste of a souvenir. A cup would be better because you could use a cup longer. Yeah. It's practical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I cut you off. What were you saying before? Oh, there's like a Porto's over there in Buena Park now. And it's mm-hmm. like gigantic Porto's. And I feel like the quality across like Porto's in general is like very high. Like it's very hard. Like there's only, there's not that many of them, but there are more now than there were like, like even five years ago or something. Um, but they're all very good. Um, there's a claim jumper over there that I've, I think I've been the like the most full I've ever been in my life. Like eating at the <laughs> claim jumper, like not in a good way. I hated it. I hated that I ate there. Oh and I yeah, was too full. I was like, this is what it is. Yeah, that trophy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that should be on their like sign outside. Like eat more than you ever have and hate yourself. <laughs> it's like I ordered like what you would think is like a normal amount of food, but for some reason it was just so dense. I was just like, how? I didn't even eat like, like four meals. Claim That's jumpers. not a good place, is it, right? Claim jumper is, I think I figured out it is not good. I think it's uh, I don't bad. Want, I don't want to accept what you're saying, <laughs> but you probably are right. But I feel like I've eaten, like, I go, oh, I have a club sandwich. And then they bring over like three plate, like each part of the sandwich has its own plate. It's so yeah. big. And then I do finish it and I go, well, that wasn't very good. And you're always eating there right before you got to go to the airport. So that adds to the stress. <laughs> <laughs> so low. Uh, it There's is a definitely empty one in Burbank. Yeah. In, in an office building, in, in terms of the hierarchy of Landry restaurants, it's definitely leaning more towards Rainforest Cafe than Yard House. Uh, yeah. Not Yard House, uh, Chart House. I would, oh, I would tip that scale the other way. I would think I I think Rainforest Cafe good. You know, I went to the last one in the Los Angeles area, which is at the Ontario Mills Mall. Uh, I was there with with old Bug Main, and we I thought the I had legitimate ribs, very good ribs. I was like shockingly so. I was yeah. picturing just bullshit, and he was very excited because they had a menu that was all like it, it said this was developed by the executive chef at the Animal Kingdom location. Oh like, wow! Like they highlighted oh. specific Rainforest Cafe chefs, <laughs> and he was like, "You can taste it. You can taste the Animal Kingdom yeah, magic that's coming straight from the top. These recipes are coming." from like the like the prime location that's great the most high pressure location yeah. i mean that's the the spotlights <laughs> on you at that one so yeah um i was said now great and we were like i think the only people in there on a tuesday yeah. afternoon it's one of the last things i i did before uh, the lockdown and I, it got me uh, transitioned to there being wow. no people around anywhere that's so <laughs> that's a that's a while to think about i don't even remember what the last restaurant that's such a memorable restaurant to go out on if restaurants never come back. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My final restaurant had like a, a sort of a glitchy speakered elephant uh, <laughs> that no one was paying attention to. <laughs> you can't confuse it with any other yeah, ones. House that's lights sure. all the way on. What? 
Yeah, it was very just efflorescence. Who cares? We don't need a mood here. The, the only thing that would beat it is like, oh yeah, the last thing, last place I ate before quarantine was Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, or like soup plantation because like that closed because of this. Like, imagine you're like there oh, the day right. before they yeah. announced they closed. Right. Actually, Actually, genuinely, the last one I read, the last restaurant I went to is closed now. The place Conrad's in Glendale, this diner I I really like. It's where I was there when, like, I looked at the TV and what? No more NBA. Oh, fuck. And then (laughs) now that place does not exist anymore. Oh, man. Like, I guess I I could have seen it coming. R.I.P. Conrad's, any Glendale locals. Um, Matt, the last place I'll ask is do you have any fond memories of McThriller, the McDonald's in Buena Park? You know, is that the one that's like right there? Mm-hmm. I, I've been to that McDonald's and I don't remember. I mean, I feel like every McDonald's I went to as a kid was just like, oh my God, is this going to be the best day of my life? Are you kidding me? I'm at McDonald's today uh, and I get to play in here, but I don't remember like, did that. I feel like that one maybe had like a kiosk that had like N64 controllers. Um, mm-hmm. like way past when um, like N64 was like out. I feel like they had it through GameCube. <laughs> they had them for like a really long time. <laughs> I think. Um, uh, but I don't remember like being particularly like, now this is McDonald's. And I say that and I don't mean to drop this flex and I'm very, very sorry for what I'm about to do. I am from Downey, California, which is home of the oldest operating McDonald's. So I, I come yeah. from a place with a very exciting McDonald's. Wow, I've been there. Really? I've been to that one. There's like a little museum, essentially. Yes, and it's you know boring, but it's like kind of cool. Like there's, it, it is sort of just like, hey, look, an old menu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh, a napkin. <laughs> like it's not anything that's like that cool, but it's like to see old pictures and like to read a plaque about, uh, you know, uh, how Ray, Ray Kroc is a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, they've Croc's got Ray victory. Kroc's loafers. <laughs> <laughs> these are the loafers he was wearing when he when he put the nail in the coffin of the mcdonald's brothers <laughs> this is that powdered ice cream he switched to for the first time <laughs> this is the handkerchief he let that lady borrow who he stole and became his wife <laughs> what are the chances that ray Kroc ever set foot in walter knott's freedom center Wow. Ugh. Seems like Hi? they could have been friends. Yeah. Could they yeah. have been friends? Hi, I would think. I mm. would hope I would hope that he got to. That's what I'll say. I, oh, I, hope, sure. that, I yeah. hope that he did. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean we I'll look, I'll Google it. I don't think we're gonna have a result, but I'll try. <laughs> feels like they, they would have gotten along. Well, actually, while you Google that, I just want to share the fact that um I mean I always bring up McThriller because I love that there used to be a ride in there and isn't anymore, but I forget another big McThriller detail, which is that it's the only place in my life where I've ever won a claw machine. Wow. Like oh. that's, that's such a hard thing to do. And I did it there and it was very it was very like you know 50s date where uh I, I'm I'm there with Aaron, my now wife, and uh uh, she married me because of this, because of my stories. <laughs> nice. uh, it was a dare. It was a bet. Yeah. <laughs> the prize was a ring. <laughs> you gotta marry me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and there was a. Yeah, the bear was. <laughs> there was a little bear that was attached to a uh, luckily a four thousand dollar wedding ring. <laughs> I, I really looked up. Um, <laughs> I only put in a quarter, but um, no, I like. Uh, I, I I went for it, and I went for a, a this awesome looking teddy bear that was wearing a little shirt that says Pepsi Bear. 
Bear. And uh, <laughs> and Pepsi Bear has been in our home ever since. We love Pepsi oh, Bear. So wow. I'm, I'm really fond memories for me there. The only thing wow. I ever won in my whole life. Um, and the McThriller had a simulator. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's very little information about what it was. I, I don't think I ever got on it. But like, I remember being like, well, we have to do this, right? And my mom was like, well, no, we're going to... We're going to knots. What do you do? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to find in the, maybe it's in the archives. It's got to be in the archives somewhere. What it was, what the simulator actually was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause do, if it was McDonald's themed and that's what you really want is that it was like a, a tri- that you're, you know, trying to uh, run over the hamburger and stop him for good. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. like riding <laughs> Grimace or something. And yeah. Oh, you're on his back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swinging wildly. Get on my back. Quick. <laughs> of course, punch pro- that bastard. <laughs> it, was, it was probably just, though, like a simulator explaining to you how great Ray Kroc was. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. Like it was just you would like <laughs> and then you're like running over people on your way to the top, maybe. Yeah, it's like a like dark ride the... slash like Hall of Presidents like simulator. So it's like a screen that's showing you these things. It's not built all the way in. And it's but it's like an hour and a half. You're just like Ugh. Why am I? <laughs> 90 minutes yeah. <laughs> feature length um a part of a ride where you have to watch him meet uh harry j sonnenfeld is that the right <laughs> i'm trying to quickly look up who bj novak played in that movie oh yeah <laughs> I, I only see the first part of his name so that might be uh, i'll go with raleigh smith and then he met Raleigh Smith. <laughs> and then the thing shakes wildly. <laughs> when you shake Raleigh Smith's hand for the first time, the simulator goes up and down to, to simulate shaking. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what McThriller was. <laughs> yeah, no. You can feel you can feel the you can feel Ray jump for joy when he divorces his wife Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> Younger woman. <laughs> the founder like popped up on one of the streaming services in the last few weeks and I went, "Oh, the founder." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, I saw the founder." It's <laughs> I've seen this. <laughs> the best it's kind of movie nothing. you don't remember it's, having yeah, to watch. It, 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 it feels like stuff started with like the social network and then like you hit Moneyball and then you get to the fa- like all of these like biopics about guys. Like, I, yeah, I, they just kind of drop off and but like that falls in like a like a sort of subcategory for me that I I will I'll like any movie that's like this where it's just like watching like people like a boring movie where people just do their job like that's like i love that like the, i don't think the po- like the post is obviously a very good movie but it's also like they're just doing their job and i watched every like second of that movie just being like this is the best movie i've ever seen i love this <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that makes sense so you would watch a movie about uh well what is, is his name wells wellington bud hurlbit uh, Wendell, excuse me. You would watch mm. a movie about Wendell Bud Hurlbit making miniature uh, antique trains. Yeah, that would be a, a top ten movie for me. I think. I, it, <laughs> no conflict. Just he yeah, thought he ran like out of polish. Yeah, yeah. I'd go for the hurl butt. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd have to look up what he looks like. I don't know. I don't have off the top of my head a good hurl butt biopic candidate. In the candidate, movie, it's Chris but, Pine. 
Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why <laughs> yeah. not? Yeah. Why am I thinking it has to be an old man? Yeah. Chris Pine. <laughs> oh, the hotter, the better. Yeah. Yeah. The hotter, the better. Because then you're just like, I have to pay attention to this thing. This thing. I got hunks doing this. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Hunky is a log builder. Yeah, boy. Bud Hurlbut. I'm so excited we get to say that name a lot. Bud Hurlbut. Bud Hurlbut. <laughs> I guess yeah, uh, we we talked to you about your uh, uh, or Jason, Jason was asking about your uh, your knots experience and uh, and this this is a knots classic. Were you like uh, were you especially fond of this one? Was this a good early? Did you like would, could you did, did you like this one before you were willing to brave uh, bigger tougher rides? I I feel like yeah, this was like you know from like my early childhood like this was like as far as I would go like outside of like Camp Snoopy. I'd be like, well, I have to get on the log ride. You know, so then I then, you know, I feel like when did Jaguar open? Like that was probably like 97 or something, I think. Sounds right. Uh, and so I remember being like, OK, well, that's like a roller coaster, but it doesn't have any loops. That seems like, OK, uh, and then like get on that. And there was, uh, you know, there's some rides that I'd never been on to this day because I was like, well, I'm never going to get on Boomerang. And now it turns out I can't. I think I think it's done. Um uh, but I loved the log ride, even though it has no discernible. It has nothing for a little boy to enjoy. There is nothing. <laughs> there is nothing fun about the log ride except that it, you are you get splashed and there is like a fun drop. But like maybe there is something to trace this back to, like just watching like these men do their job, uh, like has <laughs> impacted how I enjoy media because that ride is just people sawing. And then, like, sitting down after sawing, and, mm -hmm. like, and like, that's it. That's the whole ride. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a knots like tradition, is just to see people kind of doing their normal day. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, at least, I don't know, not to talk about uh, Disneyland, which is only like a few miles away, um, but it, they're, at least those rides are based on like IP that you recognize. So like even if it's like not a whole lot going on, you're like, oh great, look, there's a thing that I remember. Or you know, at least in Camp Snoopy, there's like Snoopy iconography. And in in this part mm. of the park, it is only old, <laughs> like like I guess loggers and and miners yeah. and stuff. Yeah, doing the, a tough job, hard physical labor. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the IP of the calico ghost town is the fortitude of the 49ers <laughs> the steadfastness of the american west <laughs> yeah and the most intellectual property there is yeah <laughs> they used to i mean knots was an easy um like school um what is that called field trip field trip yeah uh, type thing or like if it was a, a summer day camp situation that would be like the last place we would go at like the final week uh uh you know excursion was Knott's Berry Farm uh on like the Friday of that last week of camp and you would go uh mm -hmm. and you know just drink as much uh boysenberry punch as you could uh as, as much as you could have <laughs> oh that, yeah that sugar yeah. will go right to your head yeah because Knott's Knott's has the bare minimum of educational stuff yes. and I I am a little sad I never saw like 90s knots where they were just jamming in a roller coaster in like any storefront. Like they would just jam in roller coasters wherever because like nowadays knots looks all like freshly painted and yeah. like Timber Mountain Log Ride, which celebrated its 50th anniversary in 2019 
was kind of the the big impetus. Like they were like, well, let's redo this a little, and that kind of set them off on a streak of like gussying up their like older rides. And being about becoming a, a charming park again, as opposed to just, uh, here's a steel pink coaster next to a steel bright purple coaster next to a, uh, just a big unthemed drop. It, it got like the skyline got sort of ugly yeah. for a little while. And, and now like, it's like the homey nice park it, again. It had to sort of reckon with like, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's very much in Disneyland shadow, you know, like, cause it is sort of like the lesser, park but it's a little cheaper for entry and like it has some it has things that disneyland doesn't have which is like legitimate thrill rides um but it's a mess like (laughs) i think the park is a mess uh and it's i mean in the i haven't been in a couple of years i think but like the last few times i was there i was like it's remarkably dirtier you would never see as much filth on the ground at disneyland (laughs) at any given time that you would because like they they won't allow it there like their people are those people at Disneyland are just constantly sweeping. Like, uh, but at Knott's Berry Farm, you could walk by Barf like for an hour. Like, <laughs> like the same like puddle of Barf, you could walk by it like three times, and like it still Knott's. wouldn't have gotten cleaned up at Knott's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knott's. I feel like Knott's. I can still get lost in. So I feel like they probably don't have as many janitors, and then also maybe the janitors are getting a little lost walking around as well. <laughs> They just like don't maybe, have great uh, bearings on the park still. Because you're like, oh, there's like just dead ends. There's a lot of dead ends. It's not. That's a good point. Yeah, but Matt, would you know your way around if you were just plopped into into not? Could you take people around, or would you need to like, yeah, wait, where's that? Is that in the twenties? You no, know, there was a time. Yeah, that yeah, have to know the numbers of like where we are. Um, <laughs> right. Like the I, there was a time probably in like maybe the mid two thousands, like uh, like to like early like. 2010s where i would have been able to do that but now that information is just like it's lost like because there's I, <laughs> I, I i used to go there it would be like a sort of like on off situation where i would have like a disney pass and then the next year we would do knots and then there were some times where we had both and then we would just start neglecting knots berry farm because it's you know come on yeah not, it's not a weird place to go constantly for a whole year no it's... and like because we would go like there was like just for an example, we'd go to Knotts probably like on some weekends, but there were a couple times like there was times when we had Disneyland passes where I'd be at Disneyland a couple of times a week because it was not that far away and it would just be like something to do like a- after five when I was off school or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what a dream. There, there, yeah, I seriously. Yeah, it, uh, it was there, great. Huh. There has been a little bit of a fight for the, I think the soul of knots in the last so many years with kind of we were talking about and I do think the people in charge know they're going in the right direction they just plussed up their raft ride with a little more animatronic uh, fun um, and I think it's also just like people have such affection for like classic knots one of the, I think I'm sure we've talked about it after the fact but we had an interview with uh, Disney Imagineer Tony Baxter and I, my favorite part of that interview two years ago is that he said that one of the things he does in his spare time is sits around with his friends and tries to think of how to fix Knott's Berry Farm. That's amazing. <laughs> that- Which was like, I, I popped so hard. <laughs> yeah. I can't what believe that. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Because like, if anybody can do it, probably. like That's incredible. Um, Scott, that's a wrestling term, meaning uh, exploded with like cheer 
It does oh, not God. mean got a boner. <laughs> I see. <laughs> see, that's what I thought, but I was like, fine. I was okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, did I get maybe like kind of a boner? <laughs> the word hard was in there too, so I popped hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's so weird about it? <laughs> it's wrestling I pop, slang. I popped a hard one. Uh, yes. Yeah, Mike, but it's slang in some other industries too. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's it, honestly it works in whatever context you want it to work. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Flexible yeah. verb. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, yeah, that was that was very cool. Uh, um, but I also, I guess, um, growing up, if you were a, sort of at the middle school to teenager uh, in that age range, did you find this ride? Was it exciting because there was a drop or was everything leading up to the drop as sort of dull and, and workmanlike? I think, yeah, because like, uh, there's honestly, I don't know. I feel like I would get on that ride and it would just be like, because it's, you know, it's not a quick ride, but it's not like the longest ride either. Like the, the Calico Mine ride, you're sitting in there for a while. But like the uh, the log ride is like probably like four minutes long or something. So it was just nice to, one, you're sitting down, you're getting a nice breeze. You're maybe getting a little splash. It was more like uh, utilitarian than it was fun. Like you were sort of like, well, I'm gonna just get a little bit of a rest and a bit of a splash, uh, <laughs> and then you get a little thrill from the drop. And like the drop is the whole thing. I'm not looking around mm-hmm. being like, these animatronics are so good because like when I was going, it hadn't been refurbished yet, so they were like old and shitty. Uh, like it, it, like I knew not. Like before, I guess they started caring about it again. They were starting to add a bunch of stuff and they were just like, you know, um, going like SimCity all over it and just putting stuff wherever it sort of fit, uh, not really thinking about like the theming of it or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and it was, you know, I still liked it. I like it's also like you're waiting in line. And I guess then that's like when you're like talking it with like your you know, my brothers or like our, you know, our group of friends or whatever. And it's just a nice, it's a nice cue. You know, it's a, it's, yeah. you're sort of just like in the rocks and I'm getting like, I'm looking at a picture of it right now and I can like smell the water. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. water smell. Um, oh yeah. And so, yeah, it's not like, it's like, I don't know. I think it's one of the, there's something about it that is classic that like when you're on it, you're just sort of like, wow, this ride is so old. Uh, but it's <laughs> I, like, I think I would probably place it um, in in like the upper tier of rides at Knott's. Like even though it's not, there's nothing fancy about it, I still just think it's like, it's great. It's not even the best log ride I've ever been on. Like, but it's like, it's good. Sure, sure. But it's, but it's a, it's a themed Knott's experience, which they aren't, all of yeah. them are not. It's the and, least and offensive a- log ride I've been on. <laughs> yes, That's that is point. the funny thing. It beats Last Mountain by about twenty years, and is somehow less problematic in this day and age. Because, like, do we? <laughs> the most, the most, I guess, like, well, there's a, a couple of uh, like hitchhikers with bindles. Uh, I yeah. guess that's unfortunate. But they seem in and good spirits. 
And it's not like you slow down and hear anyone's philosophy on the ride, any of the robots. You <laughs> yeah, know? we so don't know anything about them. That's true. We know nothing about them. We don't know who yeah. they've killed or what, what other dark <laughs> deeds they've done. They're they've, all like Daniel Plainviews uh, with <laughs> dark stories to tell. Uh, you know, honestly, they all, if you look at each robot on this and, and, and on the uh, uh, minecart ride at Knott's, every man look into his eyes and you know he's killed and that he has seen some shit yes and his movie would make an insane or excuse me his life would make an insane movie yeah absolutely. it's just a matter of did he kill for for good was it uh you right. know to save someone or help the world in some other way but he for sure has killed i mean i I would say most of them have not killed for good. (laughs) Most very terrible kills. Definitely haven't. (laughs) No. Right. We should should say for anybody who doesn't know this ride or what's what's in it exactly. So it it opened in 1969. So you know this as as Jason said way before Splash Mountain, way before you know it's it's a little past Pirates of the Caribbean. Rides with a bunch of animatronics are not very common, and they were pretty rudimentary at the time. But. it, it was not the first log flume. There had been a couple of those, all kind of built by the same company, Arrow. But this was maybe the first heavily themed one. And if you haven't been on it, just just to help the viewer, or the listener, picture it. It's you. You you are just in a literal log, a logging uh, factory. Essentially, you're like you go through a mill, mm-hmm. and then where you you are seeing real machinery that would have been used to prepare logs. And then that sends you uh, through a, and I, I didn't realize log flume was a real thing. It was a way to transport logs upstream. Uh, uh, so, you know, they build these big chutes and you'd pass through towns and see, you know, of forest creatures and stuff. So that, so it, I don't think I ever understood what the story was exactly. You're in the factory and then your log is being sent up a river where you see little settlements and animals and, and that kind of thing. So that, that's what, what's happening narratively in this ride. Yeah. I didn't realize that's either, but then there's like, I've seen a couple, I'm sure old cartoons where it's logs going down a river. So it's like, Oh, oh yes, I should have known that before. I should have put that together. Yeah. Well, you because you could just send a log down the river, but what if you want to go up the river? Well, you got to build a flume. And (laughs) they would in the 1800s build these things. People would try to ride them like a ride, but obviously that was far more uh, dangerous than uh, the theme park log flume experience. Is the rider supposed to take the POV of a a logger or the log? I think you are a log, maybe. <laughs> You're a log. I think, because nobody's ever... <laughs> being a log rider is a weird other experience. Like, only the craziest daredevils in 1870 are doing that. Mm-hmm. And you hear sounds. I don't think I ever put any of this together, too, that you hear grinding, which is supposed to indicate that the log is being... Um, sheer. Yes. I don't know what the word is. Yeah. Like, uh, right. You're going through log processing, essentially. Yeah. So I wish I dress yeah. maybe he is you. Yeah. Maybe you are a log. They would yeah. dress you if you are were a log writer. Because you they'd be like, You're crazy for doing this. I can't believe you're the most wild person in the whole wilderness. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Be careful, duck. Yeah. You might get commands but and they stuff. On, they still, but he, the only thing is on the on the Halloween overlay, a bear does address you at the end of the ride. So oh. is he talking to you or the log? Because he goes trick or treat. 
at the end. <laughs> and would he be saying trick or treat to a log that's been processed? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe if you're sure. an exceptional log, because you get to see the logs being cut down at the start, and then you get to go to a hoot nanny. You, you, regardless of the seasonal overlay or not, there is a hoot nanny in the middle of the ride, right. and then you go up the processing hill and dumped down. So maybe you are like the one millionth log, and they're celebrating you being sent down the flume. <laughs> Every, yeah, your your role on the ride is millionth log, <laughs> the specialist log. <laughs> But that's wow, every that's, log. But, but if, if every log has that experience, then every log is an exceptional log. Can right, every in, log be an exceptional log? The answer, of course, is no. But in the narrative of the ride, you're not supposed to see the other logs. It's the same way where, like, you know, Rise of the Resistance is really you're only supposed to be going. It's only it's happening. Only you're really you. yourself and the little party you're with. And you're not really supposed to know that there's a whole line behind. And yeah. the subtext the exceptional log. of all yeah. of Walter Knott's rides is that, like, well, yes, you are exceptional, but you had to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you know? You had to work <laughs> for it 80 hours a week, you know? He admired the log, the mighty log <laughs> that helped to build America, <laughs> you know? So this is really a tribute to the log, you know? It housed people, it kept them warm. Yeah, you, you know? know? We don't give enough credit to the log at this day and age. We kind of forget. We've forgotten. And I hope that have the for- younger people can, you know, pick up where we left off. Well, I think, yeah, yeah kids today, now that they've, they've done a little sprucing up of this, will really more appreciate the mighty log. Oh, yeah. And what it's we all live in us. places that involve wood, but none of them look like logs. So we forget the importance of the log. Mm-hmm. I assume I, I'm looking at well, all of your Zoom screens, and none of you live in a log cabin. No, no, and that's no. and that's my shame. That's, yeah, that's, that's my cross to bear. I have I have to deal with that. The only yeah. real patriotic way to live is a log <laughs> cabin, mm-hmm. the way Lincoln did. There's a mm-hmm. um, there's like a concession stand that I love that's near the log ride and it's not like a good it's not like it's a special concession stand but it's like you get it's like right when you get off in the exit there's like straight across and you're like okay now it's time for some funnel cake baby mm-hmm. it's like right yeah. there um, it's right by the bathrooms yes exactly so yeah. there's a really good like okay we're we're off the log ride go to the bathroom i'm gonna get in line get a treat now everyone's got treats when they're done with the bathroom it's, it's like a win-win for everybody that is a lot of your theme park hierarchy of needs right there in one yes. central side. A log flume and a funnel cake and uh, facilities, you know. You can get an icy there, too. Yes. And pretty sure. Yeah. You can get, like, a, a, a Knott's Berry Farm exclusive boysenberry punch icy. What? Really? Yeah, there, at least oh. when I was uh, going, you could do that. And you can get that punch. But the icy version was, like, the treat. Wow, I've actually never heard of that. I'm not sure if they have that anymore. But that's it was look. A, I was an icy kid. That would have thrilled me. It would have yeah. You would have lost your mind. But the because I loved getting the punch. I just love that punch, and I would get it today. Like if I could, I like want it so bad. Like just talking you, about it, I want it. <laughs> Do you like the boysenberry beer? Have you tried that? I have not tried that. Does mm-hmm. it is it as sweet? Yes, <laughs> it's getting there. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Uh, it's pretty crazy. I like, I the like jam. it, but. I like all yeah. of it. I like, you know, the 
the real contribution that Knotts has given us is the boysenberry. Didn't know about it before. The humble mm-hmm. boysenberry, yes. Yeah. There should be a ride where you are the boysenberry <laughs> going through processing, <laughs> going through processing to make the yeah. beer, to make the icy, to make the uh, churro, boysenberry churro. Mm-hmm. There's a, uh, and there's that, um, there's like a, this weird thing that's like right next to it that's like always closed. It's like a theater. It looks like a theater yes. sort of. Mm-hmm. I have a story about that place. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. And it's that yes. um, uh, my in my high school, I think this is the last time I went to Knott's, but no, I went for a Not Scary Farm like two years after that. But uh, one of the last times I went was um, my high school had their winter formal dance there in that like sort of like in that room. Um, and so then you can go on the rides. Not all the rides are open, but like the log ride was open and um, that like spinny ride that's nearby. That's like, just like any sort of like bullshit carnival ride. Um, and a couple of the other rides, but not everything. Um, and the, the reason it's memorable is because I was, um, I was a, a nominee for winter formal King. Um, and I did get it and I won. And before anyone thinks this is great, (laughs) I I must point out that the student body did not vote me in. No one, the student body did not vote for a winter formal king and queen. Teachers did. So the teachers (laughs) at my high school were like, you know who's, who's a great kid? Matt, let's nominate him. And it was me and other, a couple other really nice boys, but I was the nicest boy of them all, and I won. Wow. The goodest boy. Yeah, the goodest the teacher's, boy. teacher said I was a good boy. Yes. And, Welcome, uh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. I thought I'd be safe sharing that with the other, with the other good boys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you started Whoa. out saying you were bad, and it's very clear you were the opposite. Yeah, well, I was good, but like, if you asked my mom, Three boys, like at once, she was like, "They were uh, that was nightmarish." Like, true it sounds nightmare. like you were. It sounds like you were a handful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I go as far to say even like a scamp. But that's oh. lovable. That's a oh yeah, oh, I, yes, yeah. yeah. Those nice words always put before the word scamp. Yeah, one of those yeah. kids that the teachers would be like, "Matt, stop talking," and then I'd say something funny, and everyone would laugh, and the teacher would laugh, and they're like, "I can't stay mad." And somebody, I remember this happened to me, and then I heard it, like it was funny because. Paul F. Tompkins has a bit about calling a crown a king hat, and somebody asked me if they could put on my king hat, like, <laughs> while I was on stage getting it. And I was just like, that's not what it's called. And then I heard that bit, and I was like, see, it's a thing that people say. <laughs> wow. Wow. They wanted it right then? They it was your first moment to wear it? it. <laughs> what? Did you Boy. wear it on the rides? No, I remember it went, well... I have a gigantic head and it did not fit all the way. Like it was just something that I had to rest mm. on my head. Mm-hmm. And you know, the further you pushed down on it, it looked, it looked very silly. Um, but it was, um, yeah, it was too small, uh, for my gigantic head. I very what? relatable for me. Very <laughs> relatable. Were you excited when you got that honor? Were you like a little embarrassed? Cause you felt like the kids were going to goof on you or was it like, hell yeah, I'm uh, awesome. No, it's, um, Back then, it was probably one of the things I was the most embarrassed of, like ever in like my life. Um, mm-hmm. And this now I sort of like have owned it, and that like, gets a funny story. It's a funnier story now um, than it was like when it was happening. But it was not like anything bad was happening. Like, like when that honor was bestowed upon me, I was just like, I don't even want to go to this. 
now I gotta go mm. to this because I'm like, the teachers think I'm nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I was like, well, that, you know, I got some really great teachers. I better go make them proud. <laughs> and I, so I, I went with my <laughs> and went to- At the end of the day, yeah, your teacher yeah. deference won. <laughs> we went to islands before too, so not the worst night in the world, I'll tell you what. Well, there we go. Yeah, that was great, and the log flew. I'd love to have this day right now. <laughs> yeah, I wanna oh, be man. the winter formal king. I have, a, <laughs> I have an islands gift card in my wallet right now that I haven't used, like that I got since Christmas, and I'm just, like just jonesing for some uh, tortilla soup, baby heartbreaking that, that's the last restaurant i went to before quarantine wow that's mm-hmm. great that's great that's yeah. a good one to go out it was huh? saturday it was saturday and we're like hey this coronavirus Lindsay and i are like this coronavirus thing is really gonna be is it th- huh shouldn't we lock everything down right now and we're like yeah i guess so huh okay eat 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 <laughs> three to four days later everything shut down i was at Disneyland uh, the week before we went on lockdown, <laughs> like like it was just me too, me too, me too, me too. four days <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I was in li- I was in line at Big Thunder and I saw an alert on my phone that said Orange County declares like state of emergency or something. <laughs> and I'm in line at Big Thunder. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm like, huh, okay. And I remember texting and Jason was like, ah, oh, they just have to do that to open up some funds. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I was in Vegas not too long before, and I was like, God, there's a lot of hand sanitizer in Vegas. I don't remember this much hand sanitizer <laughs> everywhere. Did you take bets on when it would be over? I, I should have taken a prop bet. I should have taken the cover the yeah, spread, Jason, Jason parlay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if I Jason, do just a real crazy bet? Like, what if it went for, like, I don't know, 18 months? <laughs> yeah, not that that'll happen, uh, but yeah. if I did, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> I don't know. I can't pinpoint the exact restaurant because I know there must have been something in between this. But the ones that stick out in my mind were the vague, were like Italy and Roy Choi's best friend, like in my Vegas mm. trip. Good um, ones yeah. to go out. Yeah. On. yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Best friend. Um, speaking good. of uh, quality restaurants, um, I-, I dropped out for a second because I really wanted to specifically say the name of whatever the place is that you called out or you can get the funnel cakes after you go on the log ride. And after some searching, I determined that the name of this restaurant is log ride funnel cake (laughs) 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 this is me on the map like which one is it oh there there that's probably it what the part of the charm of knott's berry farm is how sort of like slapped together it is like they could have beaten that Mm -hmm. they could have absolutely come up with something better than that but they were just like well where is it what does it serve okay great log ride funnel cake (laughs) They name it like they're submitting things for like fire codes. <laughs> it's, it's, this is where the city. We just need to name it something for the city sake, you know, to release the funds. That's like a translation. <laughs> like that's like not what the like the official English for it would be, but it's like what it would be translated somewhere else. Oh, if you went from English to another language yeah, and back, yeah. yeah, and it's like yeah, original good time pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I wonder. They, I mean, they've been doing. It's seemingly from what we've understood, they've been doing a lot with a little. I wonder if that's even on the list of like they have a little bit of a theming idea and they're just like, Yeah, but we don't we don't we don't have that twenty dollars to paint a new sign. <laughs> <laughs> We're stretched pretty thin here. They We'd have really that like to woodworking station where you can get like a custom sign. It could do it in house. 
Well, that's, that's one of the things I wanted to do before all this shit was to get. I, I was literally looking up. Uh, we're, like prices on that. I wanted to go to Knotts and get a sign made with my, my you know, with our my family's name on it, uh, me and my wife and my our son's name, and a good old car, you know, curly, curly carved ampersand. Yeah. And then I didn't get to do it because oh, everything shut down. Hmm. I, I love I the signs. I'm glad you called out the signs. Signs are good. They're good signs. Uh, those are. I, I'm sure the person who does them there are good. I found I'm on Facebook as a like on a fan page for I think the guy who designed one of the country bears sign like the carved country bear signs and he mm-hmm. still make commissions. Wow! What? Oh boy! Oh, send us this info. Give us these yeah. deeds. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'll send it. I forget exactly what his name is. Boy, well, carving. This is what you know. This is what this ride is about. You get you go up the first hill and you get carved. This is a ride where you experience being carved. That that should have been the '90s tagline for it when they were really trying to bring in the teens. <laughs> get, get, get carved. Get carved. Get so easy to be in some commercials. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you gotta get carved yeah. <laughs> if you want to do your campaign. Get carved. <laughs> be the church lady and stuff. <laughs> yeah all the characters <laughs> um so that kind of is yeah yeah you go up a hill you get carved then you're in a, a shoot and then you go inside this building for show scenes which are like passing by a little encampments the first one is pretty i mean i don't have them so clearly in my head i feel like it's you know here's a couple of people and a weird old kooky guy and a prospector and uh uh and then and then you and then this town after that is way more populous and where as jason said in fact a, a, a real hootenanny is occurring yes well there's an animal scenes right before that there's like a campsite and there's a squirrel stealing a long underwear man's hat <laughs> and there's there's a wolf and um that's where they stick the bear at Halloween and then you hit the hootenanny including the animatronic of a man running on a spinning log which is very impressive to see great animatronic in terms of Absolutely. like uh, I really I'm just I'm going to share the screen real quick because I do want to give I know we all know what the vibe of these men these robot men are but mm-hmm. this one really I think sums up the best and we'll post a photo of it on Twitter. Uh, this man right here, <laughs> this look, <laughs> this is the vibe of almost every robot man. Yeah. And he is just like, he looks like, I guess, Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> he looks furious. Why are you here? Uh, and he does look like he's about to shout at you. He does not. But I just like, if you've never been on this before and you're not even going to watch a ride through, just know this is the vibe, the general vibe of everyone. Absolutely. Holding some copper. He's near a rope. He, it's yes. just the saltiest ride. No, no, as we said, no one, you don't pass by anyone who's having a happy life. Imagine like thinking you're building this for like families and kids and no one is smiling. No one has any <laughs> like what do you think you would like just dis- now you'd have to go the Disney length. But you would think like, well, you know, kids are going to want you be like, hey, everybody, we're out making law. Like, we're carving logs today or whatever. It's no. <laughs> Even some of the pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean are like having fun. Like, you know, they're almost all having fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very joyous. The ghosts are all mostly having fun on Haunted Mansion. They're like, this is great. We're dead and loving it. Like uh, Leslie Nielsen. (laughs) As Dracula, you mean? Dracula dead and loving it. (laughs) 
Uh, I was going to say the Calico rides are the only rides where the animatronics look at you and say, like, I look at people and there's there's nothing I see in them that I like. <laughs> Just all the Daniel Flade view. Like, <laughs> they're all suspect. They, they're suspicious of us passing through their towns because they think we're going to pull a false brother scam on them. <laughs> <laughs> Oldest trick in the book. <laughs> um, yeah they so like they have like what you're saying though the long underwear man that is whim like there's some whimsy in the in, like guy on top of the wheel but you would think when you were making it we'd be like well we want this to be somewhat inviting and it is not yeah it's like it's there's I, I was saying earlier there's like almost no appeal for kids like in on this thing like at all there's nothing that if you were to like like tell a kid about this ride before they got on it like to describe it to them that would excite a kid like okay like except maybe drop and like water like those are the two things yeah it is fast i don't know what the first time i wrote it it's like if it always felt faster to me i mean i wrote it at a not scary farm it was nighttime it was colder but just the speed of the water did make it feel very fast they're churning logs out they're just pushing people through that thing and it is not says it's their most popular ride. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I I do wonder because I never obviously went to uh, this thing as a kid. Um, and I immediately when I went on it as an adult, I loved it because it's yeah. so bizarre and weird and such a relic of its time. But I do wonder, I probably would not have appreciated it at all as a kid. I, I don't know. Especially having been to Disney, I probably would have been like, well, I like the drop and it goes fast, but I don't know. What well, else? It, what it else also, is there? It also got a refresh, and it's hard to tell what was in the <laughs> refresh and what was there before, and what if if you know did they plus up existing animatronics or some of them entirely new? Uh, but it, you know, in I think 2013 or so was when they they refreshed the whole thing, and part of that was this uh, this animatronics company Garner Holtz putting in new animatronics, and I think you know they they did everything in the. Um, the rapids right the calico rapids which we talked mm-hmm. about uh, you know a year or so back um but th- i think they i think what you can definitely credit them for is the or the the critters um i think any little you know like a couple of squirrels pulling on a hat uh you know one of them stealing something or whatever I, I, and i think this bear that, that we talked about with the halloween thing i think all of these are garner hold so um if none of that was there before then i mean matt you're the only one who did it at the time it seems yeah. like it, it was like entirely joyless barely moving i wish i could remember the guys. bear i don't remember a bear um <laughs> and you know i think if i if i'm being honest the bear does sound like they were they were sort of eating disney's lunch a little bit and they're like we're gonna have an unproblematic bear uh how about this you got you fucks you don't even know what we're about to do to you just that nice bear that wishes you trick-or-treat <laughs> well so this i mean we should talk about this because i i think this we've definitely talked about it on the show before but uh matt you just you just laughed and smiled when we said this happened the same way we did on the ride when we did it and we didn't know it was coming we were there for this halloween overlay mm-hmm. i think do they call the whole thing halloween hootenanny Does halloween hootenanny know? is the name of the um log ride the, over, the overlay time. for the, uh, and, the and before they did that it was uh they did a halloween thing called sleepy hollow mountain which <laughs> looks like they just it doesn't look as good <laughs> i saw a, a 2010 video it's just not the same 
<laughs> okay, sure. But I, yeah, we rounded a corner and, you know, it's, it's, I, it's very confusing theming. There's a part where aliens have crash landed. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of stuff all at once, but oh my God. And we rounded this one river bank and then this bear just look, it feels like he's looking straight into your eyes. It's, it's trick or treat. We just <laughs> laughed like we were three years old yeah, and we were getting keys jangled for the, uh, just such pure joy. That's that. one of the funnier things I could think of like happening on a long ride like that's pretty that's pretty good um but i awesome. i remember the theming of the the halloween one like i remember being sort of unimpressed because it just seemed like they put like like glove claws and like scary masks on some of the animatronics and then like that was it and i was like okay well that's kind of scary i'll say uh going on that ride during halloween but not at not scary farm like during the day before it becomes not scary farm is its own thing because it's they just cover the stuff. They just Whoa. cover it. So you're going through Arbs. Yeah, or just like like black curtains like covering the things or like on the the scary mask animatronics, they'll just put like a like like black bag over the over the mask. And so you're going through it and you're just like, this is like I don't know, like a Guantanamo log ride. Like, yeah. it's like so weird. <laughs> that logger has escaped a CIA black site. Yeah. They're about to what dump that know? Um, animatronic into the ocean. <laughs> there was, there, so there was I mean, some I, years Walter where they... Not, though, Jay, what? Walter Dot would have not, well, he would approve the Guantanamo. Well, you know, necessary <laughs> measures, you know. Sorry, Jason. I thought that joke was so good. I kept cutting I, you off. Continue. I appreciate it. No, I, I, yeah, you're right. Um, there, there was um, a few years where they had actor, they had scare actors on this ride, but in terms of like safety, the uh, scare actors could very clearly only pop out from the emergency exits because like mm -hmm. these logs, they go fast. They can't just be like hanging by the water so they're like standing on the pads like outside of the doorways and it's just like a leather face or a uh you know just a general ghoulie yeah they did this yeah on the other ride too basically at the emergency exits they yeah. would station a human with a mask and then they just go ah well you were going by which I saw in some videos, and when when we when we did our first scary farm a couple of years ago, they had stopped doing that. It feels they, like yeah. like they 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 throw a lot at the wall at knots, which I appreciate. They go, maybe that didn't work. Maybe they're trying. Maybe somebody's yeah. That's what that's what I'm saying. They're trying. They it's, keep changing things. Uh, well, to I, I that always, end, can yeah. I say? Uh, I found a list of all of the Halloween overlays that they've done of this ride. Oh, <laughs> years. Oh, I mean, most of the, there's not detailed information about most of them, but just the names. This is such a blast. <laughs> Started with Terror Mountain, mm -hmm. then Satan's Sawmill, Sorcerer's Lair, Nightmare Mountain, Realm of the Sorcerer, switched from a lair to a realm, uh, Santa Claus Mountain, spelled like Bear Claws. Oh, scary Santa. Pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If he if he goes terrifying, if he goes rabid, <laughs> you don't mess with um, Camp Gonna Getcha. <laughs> you know, it's put together wow. in that camp naming way. Um, Red Moon Massacre. 
I mean, these are just all wow. kick-ass names, no matter what it's for. Pyromaniacs with an X. Wow. wow. Um, Sleepy Hollow Mountain, as Jason said. At one point, they did a tie-in to the Evil Dead. They did a, a, one of the rare Knott's IP wow. crossovers there ever was. And this video of it, I didn't get to watch it, but I think there may be characters from the Evil Dead world on it. But the absolute best one, at least in terms of description, is I think it's from 1988, Toxic Terror. Because this one, there is a plot, and the plot rules. This is official Knott's copy. In the not-too-distant future, the Timber Mountain Logging Company has been acquired by Noxico Inc., a <laughs> multinational conglomerate that manufactures chemicals, plastics, and industrial-grade phlegm. Employees mutated by exposure to the fuming mixture of goo delight in processing our guests. So Jesus, right along with the bubbling waste. Oh my God. If the visitors God. survive being dunked in acid and sprayed with ooze, can they live through the final plunge into the sludge pond? <laughs> wow. Amazing. They kept the mythology. Like it's still the Timberman Logging Company, but it got bought out and it's a commentary on current, you know, Toxic Avenger sort of stuff. That, uh, it's like the Ninja Turtles with the Ooze Company. And this is like of the era. It's topical. This rules. It. They yeah, when we when we were talking to the people behind the scenes at Nats a couple years ago too, it feels like I mean, we know for sure they have a lot more freedom than Disney, but they get a little budget and then it seems like they get to make up fun names and do cool stuff with a little amount of money. So it's it does seem like, you know, we'd all want to do a little imagineering, but really knots might be where it's at. We could maybe realistically like name a Halloween overlay. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to be an imagineer? But. Your, your hit rate of uh, getting things through is going to be higher at not Absolutely. Right. Oh, You're gonna yeah. Throw whatever you want out, and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I guess. It's, but if we could design this, the, the sign for the funnel cake stand, even, oh, that's man. probably much more likely to happen than us, you know. We have a regular and, name or a horror name. Can we do a horror overlay of the funnel? Oh, I'm sure we can. Cake. Uh, Log ride. <laughs> funnel Mom? cake. Mummy cakes, they're <laughs> mummel cakes. They, they kind of those kind of look like bandages. Yeah, it's yeah. a pile of loose mummy bandages, <laughs> not a funnel cake. That's good. I was gonna say like it's cooked fingers, maybe. Ooh, mm-hmm. finger cakes, finger, finger cake? fungal. Wait, there you go, fungal oh, cakes. Fungal and you do oh. all gross colors like green. Yeah, kind of yeah, tiny yeah. Zeus thing. Like Fungal. the red buns, like the red buns they put sandwiches on sometimes. It's terrible. Your, your, wonder, your favorite, Scott, the red buns. <laughs> <laughs> Waited so long for food and then it was red buns. <laughs> the red buns we ate were not good. Oh boy, but uh, fungal cakes, this, this is good. And you could put, you know, maybe you do like toss in a, a finger that once you bite it, it's like brownie pieces or something. Um, you know, there's ways to, or, or you put like a, a gummy spider in there or something. Yeah, for sure. Is, we could, we could do, we could do this. This is more achievable. Yeah. 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 We're proving and, it on the fly. And it goes along with kind of the playfulness of like, well, Halloween Hootenanny, it's just like a bunch of grays showed up and they put on a party for them. And there's a bear who talks and a gray alien plays a banjo. Like fungal cakes is kind of like mischievous, kind of like a scamp design, like a, like a Matt Apodaca designed it. Sure, <laughs> approved scamp. Top scamp. Yep. I would, oh man, if I could get that, 
if I could go back and get that instead of Winter Formal King, I would pr- I would prefer Top Scamp. <laughs> well, well on, on our show, that's your title. Yes. Now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Official Top Scamp. There's, the top no, scamp. there's no hat for it yet, but perhaps in the future. I'll, I'd wear a hat that just said Top Scamp. I guess yeah. that would require, that would, uh, in, you know, I'd probably get some look. <laughs> no it's fine it's like it's like jughead a crown a fun crown <laughs> yeah people like scamps people like scamps classic um, jughead like not not riverdale jughead who has like a body cow who has like blood on his hands original harmless one yeah mike didn't you um uh, i feel like you used it somewhat i've heard you say off hand the name of the band that plays in high realized i figured it out and now i don't know i gotta let me refigure it out i haven't yeah, written I knew down. you had it at one point in time in this, uh, i'll find it and you talk amongst yourselves I'll in this find ride it. yeah yeah, yeah the name the, of the band with the alien and the bear and oh stuff. yes the like yeah, in uh, story the band because i i had the, the hillbillies yeah crazy kirk and the hillbillies did cool. the original song for the, oh. for the the new version. Yeah, mm. and and they were formerly Billy Hill in the Hillbillies and played at Disneyland for over 20 years. And then when Disneyland let them go, Knott's got right in there, scooped them right up, you know? That is, I love it. It's the most incredible thing to me. Just like a and, full-on um, Sprint guy becoming Verizon. Yeah. Or Verizon <laughs> it's, wrestler, it's like wrestlers jumping companies. Yes. Yeah. Slightly different name. They got to go. And <laughs> even even right now, like as we speak, I think it's still running. Knox, Knox is like partially open and doing an outdoor food festival. And the band cannot play, but they recorded an original video, like a concert of them playing that plays on a giant screen by like wow. picnic tables. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Knotts, I think, has a good idea here. Genuinely, the fact that they're trying to open a little bit and just let people have some of the vibe. I, I do wonder if there is a step between Disneyland is open fully and all the rides are there and um, can we just like walk around and experience a little bit and nobody does anything unsafe. Like, like I, I do feel like Knotts maybe is, is a pioneer uh, in, in this COVID era in that way. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's it'll be tough. It, like maybe the outdoor rides are open or something. Yeah, or just let people walk around Main Street. Like you, you could, everything could be closed. Just let people like. Would you? That's a. I don't know. Am I crazy? Or aren't there people who would go to a Disneyland where there were no rides? Yeah, I would yes. love to walk. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I'd do it. Open the Panda Express at Knott's Berry Farm. Open the limited menu selection. <laughs> 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 Uh, any clues on that band, Mike? Uh, I think it's the Calico Coffins. <laughs> 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 or a Calico Coffin band, something like that. It's just hard mm. to make out. I had it at a certain point. Oh, because uh, it's, it's, we're rushing by it. It's hard to... Yeah, and I yeah. It's a tough freeze frame to, to I get. I forget if it's the same thing I had last time where I was like, I think it's this. Seems, um, seems right. Uh, um, oh, wait, wait. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Here we go. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Calico Coffin Creepers. Oh wow! Oh, hey, that's even better. 
Makes me yes. think of Odenkirk as the Dr. Demento-esque character, the Califico Coffin Creepers. <laughs> <laughs> is he is he Daffy Mal Yinkle Yankle or is that someone else? That's no, a different, that's different. That's a different no, what's sketch. the name okay. of the Demento? I'm not I'm proving I'm not a, a truly encyclopedic Mr. Yeah, Joe. I can't remember. It's from the Monster Parties uh, Factor Fiction sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know and we'll go, hmm, oh, that's right. <laughs> um anyway they're the creeper yeah that's i'm yeah. glad you caught that i felt i did feel like one was missing creepers is great yeah i i realized i found part of it and then i just looked in my um notes and i just wrote in calico coffin and it showed up from a year ago the, the, <laughs> the name i had it written down in my notes from a year ago oh yeah um this halloween overlay i think is my favorite holiday overlay of all time yeah i think I think uh, we're forgetting. Don't they put a big skull on the top also? Oh, yeah. There's like a face when you walk. Is that what you're talking about when you go in? Don't they, the at least thing? at some point in time on the like, you know, wherever you're when you're heading up the first lift hill to be carved the hole that you go into. I think there's a big skull up top. Yes. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They make. Yeah. That's very scary. Um, yeah. Very, very scary. cool. Um, um, yeah, really strong Halloween version. And there aren't a lot of Halloween overlays out there. So you got to give them credit and that they've tried so many that they do a different one every year. It's very bold. Yeah. And like, they were sort of like, I mean, cause they were probably doing the like extra ticket, like horror, like a uh, month thing before anybody else. I think like, mm-hmm. I think universal started after probably not yep. scary farm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Disneyland has their sort of, like, cute one that's, like, you know, for kids going trick-or-treating or or whatever, but they don't have, like, mazes or anything actually scary. But uh, Not Scary Farm has been a thing, like, think, like, my entire life, probably. Yes, and uh, Bud Hurlbit, the guy who created this ride, was an early creator of Not Scary Farm. He was an early, like, uh, helped head up the whole thing. Wow. And an original character. He original himself character. got out there as a scare. The really? guy who built this ride we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He would jump out. He would, like, on the mine ride, he would jump out and, like, scare people. Um, <laughs> That's- presumably with permission. I don't, I mean, maybe sometimes he did it just, you know, going uh, wildcat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like when, like, a... Um, a famous chef opens a restaurant and sometimes they're in the kitchen still, even though they don't really have to. Do yes. That. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's, or like that restaurant John Bon Jovi owns where he like washes dishes. <laughs> I mean, it's for, it's for, I think people with that, they don't have as much money, but yeah, John is sometimes there, but he doesn't have to be. He's very rich. Yeah. yeah he doesn't got to, you know, maybe he just likes washing dishes, but he doesn't got to do that. My Johnny washed was- a dish, dish at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to be there. He wanted to be. <laughs> it, I, this could be a whole, This it will be a whole other episode, but John Bon Jovi, I was just made aware of uh, a certain type of rosé he has. <laughs> well, well. Oh. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> uh, and I believe it's called Hampton Water Rosé. <laughs> out. I was in and I went right out. <laughs> Like Grandpa Simpson walking in and out of the door. Uh, <laughs> I was there for 0.5 seconds. <laughs> Scott, you got to have eight glasses of Hampton water a day. Doctor recommended. <laughs> Hampton water. There's a video of him playing uh, a covering the killers. Um, Mr. Brightside that has a little pop up. That's an ad for it. Wow. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> 
most current song he knows. <laughs> um, I, so I, 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 I'm a big fan of it already. I haven't tried it. Yeah. Uh, I may never try it, but I'm a big fan. Also, if you cut the middle out, it's ham water. It's oh, like, well, now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> A glass. Jason has a glass of that every night. Sure. Ham mm, vintage. <laughs> In my hometown, um, like right right before I went off to college, they built a development of like very big McMansions. Like at the the biggest houses or like some of the biggest houses in the the borough. And the rumor going around was that like, oh, you know, John Bon Jovi bought one of those houses. You know. <laughs> Is that where the story ends? That is where the story ends because I never heard. I heard it a number of times, but I never heard any resolution besides uh, heard John Bon Jovi. Uh, it's similarly in Ithaca. There was like you know Whoopi Goldberg has a house on the lake. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you know I can. I'll tie this into that. Um, when I'd go hang out in Newport Beach uh, for summers growing up, uh, my dad and I were, well, my dad had, I've said I think before, my dad had a little little dinky sailboat called Drunky with two E's. <laughs> and he would, I so, I love that name so much. I'm uh, very proud of my dad for that. Um, but I'd, I'd go out and Drunky with him and he would always give me the celebrity tour uh, because there, there were a lot of McMansions like along the, the harbor uh, the biggest one of which, by far, this palace uh, in, in the Newport Beach Harbor area was John Wayne. Uh, and probably wow. the residents of John Wayne and his son, who were the first two writers of this attraction in wow. 1969. What a, um, what a, say, what a pull together. I figured it out, pointing out houses and this mansion Perfect. was this. And yeah, I didn't know how else to get in there. It, the opportunity presented itself and we sailed right in. Um, I, th- I found that to be a fun, odd fact that the, yeah, the first writer was John Wayne. There's a crazy long video about the history of this ride uh, by the channel expedition theme park and they said that wasn't even like a random uh, occurrence it wasn't like let's well let's get a big star like somehow john wayne was being given a tour of knott's berry farm and saw the work on this ride and somebody threw and bud hurlbut i think threw out well you should be the first to ride it and he was like i'm gonna take you up on that and they actually made good on it. he really wanted to be the first and so much so this is really odd um the ride was heading for an August opening, uh, but John Wayne's filming schedule was such that he was going to be gone for the month of August, like filming in Mexico. And so they were like, well, I mean, the PR of getting John Wayne is worth it. So they rushed the opening of the ride and got it open in July. So it opened with the cruddiest animatronics you've ever seen <laughs> and exposed beams and completely unfinished, unthemed parts because they wanted John Wayne riding that thing with his kid. That's so, wow, interesting. That's wild. Okay, yeah, the priorities. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on this channel, if you watch, the, if you go to Expedition Theme Park, you this guy tracked down footage from the Orange County Archives where you can watch john wayne giving his opening speech taking his opening ride uh and you get to the best footage is watching him land in a helicopter and go immediately from a helicopter into a stagecoach that rolls him right up to the log ride oh, um, it's uh, legitimately very cool the two wildest uh, disparate uh, modes of transportation <laughs> <laughs> 
the story of the 21st century, the 20th yeah. century. <laughs> in one field. I imagine John Wayne thought he was kind of a real cowboy. So when he was in Knots, he was like felt at home. I mean, he also felt at home probably because of Walter Knott and his life philosophies. Conservative values, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but... <laughs> I could I could see him like being uncomfortable in the helicopter, but then as soon as he's in the stagecoach, he's like, "Ah, well, I'm home, I guess." That's my <laughs> Where job, I'm I guess. supposed to be, boy, another more terrible impressions from people. <laughs> oh boy, stagecoach, Belgrim. I want to go to the Halloween Hootenanny Pilgrim. <laughs> Where are those Frick little her. missions, Pilgrim? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Dippin' Dots ice cream of the future, (laughs) Pilgrim? (laughs) Clear my schedule. I got eight hours, and I'm going to spend it in the Freedom Center, Pilgrim. (laughs) If I could just swirl some dry facts around that are all related to 60s conservatism, this, this is really odd. I was like, I wonder what movie he was filming, and I figured it out that he was filming a movie called Chisholm, I'm no old Western expert. I didn't really know what Chisholm was, but on the Wikipedia of Chisholm, it says how Richard Nixon used Chisholm to describe his approach to law and order. Like, he, like I, saw this, I saw this movie, this John Wayne film, and this is how I believe we need to run the country is we got to do play by Chisholm's rules. Jesus. <laughs> and it, yeah, oh, sorry, I'll go ahead. Mike. No, you know, you go ahead. Yeah. Well, it just uh, let me. Uh, I just uh, I can keep connecting a bunch of odd things that so, so that's weird. And of course, Walter Knott, as we've said many times, very conservative guy. He invited Nixon to take a tour of Knott's Berry Farm in '68. Like in the, we've all been thinking about '68 because we're in another '68 right now. Uh, but so the year he was elected uh, president, he took a tour of Knott's Berry Farm, hung out with Walter Knott. I believe met Bud Hurlbut the, the uh, creator of this ride and went to the chicken dinner restaurant. Like that's, <laughs> that's where the event was. Oh Nixon God. hung out there. And then one more thing, let me complete this triangle. This is so strange. Um, wh- like Bud Hurlbut made a bunch of odd, like he, he made a lot of trains, private trains, like not Walt Disney's train, but the kind that he had like this backyard trains for people. And he made a little miniature train for a restaurant in Orange County. The restaurant was uh, Nick was Nixon's, which was a fast food chain run by Don Nixon, Richard Nixon's brother. Oh my god! Wow, I have never heard that before. I've never heard any of this. Yeah, Butterbut built a little train for Don Nixon for Nixon's restaurant, where he sold things like literally Nixon Burger. You could go get a Nixon burger for 20 cents in the year where Richard Nixon became the president, and there was a Nixon's. At um, what are the streets? Harbor and Catella, where now <laughs> kind of like around where we did our live show at that hotel. There, that used to be that intersection was where there was a Nixon's. Where there's a pizza wow. press now. <laughs> yeah, pizza press. The, the way was paved by Don Nixon and his delicious Nixon burgers. Did Nixon, did Nixon yeah. serve uh, Nixon's uh, favorite lunch of pineapple and cottage cheese with ketchup? Oh no! <laughs> His That's, last meal before he left true? the light uh, the White House was cottage cheese and pineapple and a large glass of milk. And supposedly he liked Ew. his cottage cheese and pineapple with ketchup. Uh, what? Yeah, make any sense. <laughs> 
I, you know what? I love Nixon up until you told me that. <laughs> now I don't think he's so cool anymore. I think he's a weird man. Yes. I loved him. Loved everything about him. He think all those videos I've made praising him on YouTube. Weird. Uh, Nixon is, was the Nixon and Nixon family, were they just big theme park and themed experience fans? Because Nixon's at Disneyland. Walt loved Nixon. He's at Knott's. He's got his own family as a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, well, he's a we SoCal kid too, right? He's from Whittier, uh, so maybe he yeah. just like knows these guys. Like, yeah, just, like I like to get on rides. I think he would have become a regular on podcast the ride. Unfortunately, I <laughs> maybe. You know? But I I listened to the audiobook of Nixonland a few years ago, and it seemed like he was a guy who had a lot of scores to settle. So he might have just been been into all of that orange county stuff because he got to cut the ribbons at all the rubes who stayed in town he could be like look at me you bastards uh. <laughs> mm. i was nothing now i've got big scissors in my hands big scissors. <laughs> you've never even had scissors as big <laughs> regular scissors for you if at all <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Nixon impression is better than the John Wayne impression. Yeah. That one's all right. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, yeah, I've I've, I've, I've forced right. my Nixon into things before. Right. I'll go start doing. I got a real career ahead of me. Being able to do a okay Nixon, I I be the next uh, rich little or um, who's that other guy I like? Um, old old impressionist. Uh, oh, 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 Fred oh. Travelina. There we go. Fred Travelina. <laughs> Fred Travelina. They all could all do Nixon. <laughs> that was the main impression in those days. I Did wonder you... if Kevin Spacey does Nixon. <laughs> oh, has to. He has to. Wait, he uh, was. He's in that movie. He's in Elvis. And... Yes, he is. In, he plays Nixon, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be great <laughs> if he movie. decidedly didn't do an impression. Just did like his own take. <laughs> <laughs> Nixon is singing some standards in this one. <laughs> uh, Scott, did you come across the other John Wayne fact kind of around this ride? No, no. The month before this ride opened, the... Or not, wait, yeah, John Wayne. Uh, the, the month before this ride opened, the John Wayne movie in theaters was True Grit. The movie he won wow. the, I believe, won the Oscar for? Or at least wow. was nominated for? He's one of the ones that you know. And so, then he's messing around at knots. Yeah, big summer. Big summer for Mr. Wayne. <laughs> big year. Um, uh, uh, this is uh, this is a little bit out. Of, well, not out of nowhere. Uh, this I want to share a quick photo here too. Uh, Walter Knott and Bud Hurlbut on the ride. Did we see this on the Wikipedia? Oh yes, forget it. Uh, they look both like they're like animatronics fell into the log, and then <laughs> they came. Like they both look not real to me here. <laughs> <laughs> like they're most like wooden pose from Walter with a straw hat or I guess maybe right not a straw hat but it looks like look... someone told Walter not do something with your hands do act, <laughs> Walter act natural act like you're having fun <laughs> and he was incapable of fully uh, showing fun on his face yeah, uh, and then Bud Hurlbut is this. Like, he wears a bit. Not how do you describe this? I mean, it's a very kernel tie with yeah. the. It's, it's yeah. the bow tie, but with the long strings mm -hmm. going. And he's got he's got a he's got pins hanging out of his pocket. 
He's like yes. at work. You could yep. put yes. like Jack Nicholson from the end of The Shining in this photo and it wouldn't be different. It would be the same <laughs> picture. <laughs> yeah, there is just there is something very ominous about this photo already. Uh and I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, it there's just look like it looks like they're sitting very still. Like you can feel them sitting still. <laughs> but Herbert might <laughs> also just case. be like worn out because he fronted the 3.5 million it took to build this ride and then I think like <laughs> sold it to Knott's. Yeah, he like I found this I, this was in that video that he leased the it, like <laughs> he leased the ride to them. He built it but then leased like as if, you know, I'm trying what's a good example? Like the, you know, if uh, if the teacups were built by some guy and he like he just, you know, rented it to Disneyland. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just I guess more willing to make deals when you don't have as much money as Disney did like how to get something made i mean he seems like as much credit is due to him as the knots like he was the guy pushing them to like he because he worked on the the um calico mine train too and then he did this i think this he wanted to be like a roller coaster first a roller coaster that looked like a Mm. log bouncing around and then when working with arrow they got the the first modern log flume up and going at six flags over texas that was enough proof of concept success to get this one off the ground. Matt, what's your feeling about that, that other one about the, um, the, the, the mine ride, the mine ride is, I think one of the oddest, just like, like ride experiences because it's not exciting and it's not like, it's, it's a weird, like in between. Cause like you're learning about, I guess like that, this is just like a thing people did. So like, there's like a slight bit of education to it, but it's not interesting, like, or good, like done well. So like, but it's like a, in the cart you're sitting, the cart is like one of the more baffling ride seats to me because it's like, you're sitting in like a rectangle and you're sitting like around the perimeter of it inside of it. So the middle is completely empty. So, like, to see some of the ride, you have to, like, crane your neck and stuff and, like, make sure you're not missing anything behind you. But it's, like, that's a, it's a, it's long, too. I feel like it's, like, a long experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's... And a long time to be knee-to-knee with... Uh, yeah, with, like, a stranger. strangers. <laughs> yes, usually. Yeah. With, and, and, like, and, well, and when you've had our experience... I mean, this is the first time Mike and I uh, hung out was to check out these rides. And and it was, yeah, a, a, a group of us. I think, uh, I think uh, Ryan Perez is there and Doug Jones and all of us, like you know like with a bunch of children yeah. like there's a bunch of 30 somethings and then the rest is all little kids you spend most of the ride going oops sorry there's like <laughs> nearby i'm not we're, we're not creeps we're yeah. not uh <laughs> don't worry yeah we, we're not gonna start a podcast about this soon <laughs> uh it also feels like on that train which ride which believe me i i don't disagree with anything you're saying but i love it but no, yeah, I also love it. It's boring, it's, but it's great. Yeah, yeah. it struggles. That train str- feels like it's struggling to get you up as well. It feels like, oh, well, at a certain point, maybe that the brakes just break and we just roll backwards <laughs> and crash into the train behind us. Yeah, then at least something would have happened on the ride. Like- That's true. It would be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Fly out. Um, but yeah, Knott's is doing... I'm I'm 
a big fan of, I think Knott's is slowly just trying to build out the world of these miserable people that lived in olden times. Yes. But then and that's what's the, exciting. They had they don't have it anymore, but they had that one ride where I, I think it was called was it called the Kingdom of the Dinosaurs? Um or it was like this like time travel ride where you went through mm-hmm. a, a, a you know, a mad scientist's lab and then you went through his time machine which was unready and untested and you went back and saw dinosaurs. And that mm-hmm. was also like a very long ride. So like they had that, they had experience what it's like to work as a person who like doesn't have modern technology and then Mm -hmm. also just like um swings like just like (laughs) or just like any other kind of like regular sort of roller coaster ride the very very um uh, it's just a it's a strange theme park and i love it and i i frankly do miss it i haven't been in some time and i'd love to go when it's safe to go Wow. Yeah, yeah, we we're big fans of it, and it's only yeah they're only expanding. They did a maze last year that I was very excited about. That was the origin of the Halloween maze, the origin of the ghost town. Oh wow! Which we were like so thrilled by. That, like they you can got get a lot of mileage out of stuff like that because that's like legitimately like very interesting. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a good idea. So the people in charge right now are are good and know what they're doing. Well, and um, you know, yeah, we're we're all missing it. We've been so charmed by knots, and we really like this ride. And and and, and Matt, it sounds like you you haven't gotten to go in a while, and you miss it. And I, we've all been we're in so what feels like such a, a t- an awful time right now this year. But yeah. maybe if we could get out of this and go to knots, and knots will remind us that the times before were way worse. <laughs> yeah, you had to you had to be a logger, or a miner, or work on a stagecoach and get robbed. <laughs> yeah, or, or if you go way back a dinosaur might bite your head off yeah if you go like midway you could be a ghost in a in a you know a desert town yeah i mean then there had to have been some sort of outbreak in the mine for god's sake oh yeah absolutely yeah so. oh yeah. yeah way way crazier <laughs> to see not so make us appreciate that this is really 2020 is really the best year we've ever had <laughs> is there a canary is there a dead canary in that yes mine? there yes. sure is yeah, there is right sure. yeah. yeah 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 okay and you know the part there's a, a part that i was thinking about i don't know how to describe it but there's like a big like where you can only see it from like afar, but it's like a big, it's like the biggest part of the ride where it's like multiple layers of like work being done. That and there's like animatronics like on like carts and stuff. That's like a legitimately like impressive part of the ride. Like uh, yeah, like thinking about it, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, me walking back that it is boring. That's like very good. Like that's a good part of it. Um, the scale, right. the scale of like that they put it. Yeah, in this ride, some work and went I, into that for sure. Yeah, and I think a lot of the the like plus ups they did in the 2013s they kind of like we're leaning into those sorts of like going with those choices um i meant to say this earlier with like because it kind of is a little weird kind of ties in with the halloween stuff mm-hmm. at least it gives me the heebie-jeebies a little but then when they when they upgraded the ride the human figures went there were 17 of them originally it went to 40 and uh i read in the oc uh, register um the they made the faces out of the, some of the original uh casts the original uh molds they used on the ride but uh the hands legs and feet were made from the life casts of garter hold employees and friends <laughs> oh <laughs> and, just like real people yeah so uh i don't know why but that just gave me the willy <laughs> yeah like that's that's awful i would jump at the chance 
Oh, but yeah. It, it's, it's give, it gave me the willies a little. <laughs> it's like kind of part of their soul is there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a piece of them. Like, it's not as bad as, like, them modeling an animatronic after Jack Sparrow, like, in <laughs> Pirates. Like, it's not, it's, that's, diff, that's different somehow and not as bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, would we all like to be preserved as uh, creepy animatronics and attraction? Corpses? <laughs> no, no, not they're not gonna taxidermy us. I mean, okay. uh, would we like molds of? Although I, I don't see. know, I might be fine with that too. Yeah, puppet me. I that's would, fine. Would ha- I would have to be doing something, um, like better than what I'm doing, like with my life right now like i'd have to be like doing something like legitimately impressive in the animatronic maybe put me on the make make me a logger i could never be a logger right now you run on the logs you run on a spinning oh my log. god if i could be preserved as the log runner that would be that'd be like a dream come true wearing a crown that says top scam <laughs> <laughs> just sucking down a boysenberry punch living the living my life <laughs> That would not be out of place on this ride. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the way, that's the way you should be remembered. And uh, so, so I think with that uh, top scamp, Matt Apodaca, you survived podcast the ride. Yay. Um, that was, that was a blast. And uh, uh, is there anything that uh, let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything that the top scamp would uh, like to plug? Well, yeah, I mean, well, first of all, thank you for having me. I uh, legitimately love this show. So thank you for having me. Um, and, I I guess for plugs, listen to how did this get played? You can hear um, uh, me talk sometimes uh, with uh, Nick Weiger and Heather Ann Campbell about um, bad or weird video games. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, you can hear me on like Yo Is This Racist or um, Culture Kings as well. Uh, and I have uh, my own podcast that is um, off right now, but I just released like a. I just really okay. So I have a Weezer podcast called "What's with These Homies Talking About Weezer," where I covered all the Weezer albums uh, and some of the other little things in between. Uh, and then I did a one-off of uh, called "So What You What You What You Talking About Beastie Boys," where me and John Gabrus talked about "License to Ill" because that's a great album as well. Oh, um, so all Wonderful. those things are there um, for in the "What's with These Homies Talking About Weezer" feed. And uh, so if you want to hear me talk about music that sometimes people like and most of the time they do not. <laughs> Uh, I have a quick question, Matt. Yes. Do you like on Ratitude, on the Weezer album Ratitude, do you like the song, uh, I Don't Want to Let You Go? Because uh, I what? think that's a good, very good song. I, I can't remember what I said about it, but I do think that song is good. Like That's one of the okay. better songs on Ratitude. Uh, certainly mm. better than I'm Your Daddy. Um, or I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't I'm know this daddy. one. But I'm interested. I Your Daddy is not a great Weezer song. It's I not a great that. song. Like it's it's barely a good thing to say. The <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the track list. If you're wondering if I want you to that song, I love that song. Good. I think it's great. That's a great. That's a top Weezer song. I think. I think the album starts strong, and there's a lot of songs, and then it ends strong. And then the bonus tracks are also not good. More daddy stuff. More, more daddy, daddy stuff. There's continuity. a song that Rivers wrote for um, for soccer, uh, and the soccer song's not good. Um, <laughs> and, but yeah, just a lot of just a lot of stuff there that's bad. Is there anything about heart songs? Heart songs is great. 
Red I, Alan I think good. I have a hard time with the just the word. Like the word gives me embarrassment goosebumps. Yeah, it is very like um, Tumblr. Like it's a very like, uh, <laughs> like it's just like it's a little too twee uh, for even for like Weezer. But um, I think the new take is because uh, everyone's like Maldroid's underrated. So if everyone's saying that, that means it's good. So everyone can just agree that Maldroid is just plain good. Um, my new thing is that the red album is underrated. Not enough love for the red album. What, what's what's on Maladroit or the red Maladroit album? And has, audience, has, fill, audience, hey, follow our Twitter and everything. We're, this is a little bonus Weezer podcast. Feel free to bail if you want. But uh, well, yeah, what's Maladroit what's on either of those? Fishing, dope nose, American Gigolo. Uh, I like that I one. Fishing. I can't think. Keep fishing's the last one I that like, I like. I like dope nose. Dope nose is great. I do, I do so. yeah. Possibilities yeah. is a good song. Possibilities. As well. uh, love explosions, good. Burnt jam. Like they're all good. That's pretty good. Yes, I agree. It's a great album. Uh, I think half of Red is good. I think half of Heart Songs is good, except for the part where he's like, these are my heart songs. Yeah. <laughs> That's my problem. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember the rest. That part just like oh, consumed my memory. These are yeah. my that part is not so good, but the rest of it, I think, is actually pretty good. You know, and I love um, I love the White Album, and I love Everything Will Be All Right in the End, and they have some good stuff on... Like I don't think Pacific Daydream is all bad. I don't think Black is all bad, but they're trying, and I I'm very excited about the the newer stuff that they've put out, like fairly recently. What? I really the White Album is very good. The White Album is stellar. It's great. Yeah, it's so. Stellar. It really anytime. Yes, yeah, oh, I was gonna say anytime he just goes, you know what? Let's just make it sound exactly like the first two albums. Yeah, I'm gonna write exactly like that. Uh, it's always good. Well, and and everything will be all right in the end too. They brought back Rick Ocasek, and he was just like, "I know mm-hmm. how your guitars sound like." And then, then everyone was like, "Oh yeah, these." Yes. And just help them tune it right. Yeah. That he was just like, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong. Here, use mine. And they're like, "Oh, I did that before. You're right." Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, I could talk. I could talk Weezer all day. Scott, were you going to say something before? I was, well, we were talking before we started about how I've I've said how they are li- they are like the Beach Boys yeah. and that they like they'll never go away. Weezer will be doing or, or Rivers will be doing this when he's seventy with a bunch of uh, you know hired guns. But uh, but your guys' Weezer take clearly is like my Beach Boys take because I'll defend songs on their twenty twelve album. That's why God made the radio. <laughs> I'm the one going. <laughs> Actually, that's why God made the radio. Uh, isn't too bad. Summer, there's good stuff on Summer in Paradise is the thing. So uh, I feel you. I th- I'm like, I, I'm right there with you with another thing. There's a, um, the, the monkeys had an album, like maybe like two or three years ago. That is like actually yes. like, pretty yes. good. Pretty uh, good. Yes. yes. With, uh, and Rivers wrote, I think at least one of the songs on that album. Yes. Oh, really? Uh, I'm going to hear the XTC ones and there's a Paul Weller one. That's good. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That is a w- oddly good album. Yeah, yes. Like who would have thought that one, that's like something that would come out in like the late 2010s uh and then that it would be like actually like very listenable and very good uh the the last kind of obscure weezer song uh miss sweeney are you in favor love it i love it i think miss sweeney is like (laughs) uh i wish they would do more things like that because there's something very um uh like theatrical about it and like like i Mm -hmm. a weezer musical sounds bad to everyone who just heard what i just said but it um i think could be good and i think based on uh like if rivers wrote the songbook for a musical it would be great wow well i'm gonna send miss sweeney to scott if he's never heard it i am curious to know what his reaction is to it but we'll have to find out i'm not 
hard out unless they are covering songs that a wedding band would <laughs> that is my no, I think, rule. but i think when i sent you can't stop the hustle you weren't thrilled with it uh, if it yeah can't if it's a song that's like yeah. a wedding if it's like a wedding band's original music would be mm, then i have okay. trouble too well thanks for doing this miniature what's these homies talking about Thank we you so much. people are gonna be very excited us. that the that the show's back <laughs> two mm-hmm. podcasts for the price of one and hey if you want more podcasts from us obviously stay on the main feed and obviously follow us on twitter and instagram and facebook but uh, but for three bonus episodes every month uh you can check out the second gate at uh, patreon.com slash podcast the ride and that is and our music picks for the week uh, the, 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 the beach boys the monkeys and weezer <laughs> um, oh it's like pitchfork uh, early early days of pitchfork checking really digging through the bins finding the secret stuff we'll do our spin-off podcast of mostly old man music mixed with 10 percent 90s and zero 2010s late although although it should be late period old man music yes we only... really genuinely could do that entire podcast yes Latter day, 90s and later albums by 60s musicians yes oh it's no like, we're gonna uh, have to do this now bruce springsteen's outlaw pete I'm talking about for like 30 minutes and being like, everyone's like, what is this song? I've never heard this. There's pretty good stuff on Flaming Pie. If you, yeah. <laughs> we got it. We have to leave now. Or we have to get out of here because I also, <laughs> you just wanted, I, I've been listening to the reissue of it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll figure out that podcast later time. Matt, thanks for being here. Everyone else, thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson. Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.